Hi, I'm Adrian Tan, and this is my podcast where I deep dive into matters surrounding HR tech and the future of work. I was a former HR serial entrepreneur and write extensively about the future of work on my blog. You may know me better through the Singapore HR tech market map that I created in 2017. In this podcast, I speak with the people who are enabling the future of work. From mindfulness coach to employee engagement platform, they are all helping companies to better navigate rising work and business demands. I'm hoping their sharing in this podcast will help you better prepare yourself and your business for what the future of work may bring. My guest today is Yanis Niboschutz. He's the co-founder of CoachHub, the global leading platform for digital coaching. Together with his brother Matty, he founded the Berlin-based company in 2018. A serial entrepreneur and a former senior sales manager at LinkedIn, Yanis brings 15 years of experience working in new work, startups, and digital business building. Yanis is an expert in growth strategy and is passionate about business development, leadership, and digital marketing. Hey, Yanis, thank you for coming on to the show. Thanks for having me, Adrian. To start, could you help us to understand what is your first encounter with coaching? So actually my first encounter with coaching goes back more than 12 years when I had my first company with my brother, who's my actual co-founder and coach up when we started our first company straight out of university and we had zero leadership experience, zero experience managing ourselves because we came basically right out of school and we ran a company with 30 employees and it was just a mess, I can tell you, because we had never done this before. As I mentioned, zero leadership experience. And then we got to refer to, to a coach, to a friend. And this coach, he helped my brother and myself tremendously in figuring out how we should deal with challenges, how we should deal with challenges with ourselves, self-management, time management, conflict management, how to run a team, how to create a vision, all these things. And this all goes back more than 12 years, actually. And, and how do you actually identify this coach to be the right one? Did you have to go through a few rounds of conversation or just someone that you feel, okay, let's give it a go and see how that goes? No, of course not, because it was 12 years back and there was nothing like coach up around. So it was basically one coach got recommended through a friend and we could pick or choose. And what's more shocking, the price of that coach was around, I would say 10 to 20 X of what we are actually charging our clients. So it was a very expensive coach. Yeah. So a lot of things have changed in the last 12 years. What are some of the benefits that you've seen after sessions with this coach? What are some of the changes or transformation? Everybody uses coaching, builds coaching into the employee journey, uses coaching within transformation programs, uses coaching to help employees with well-being and builds coaching to leadership and learning programs and learning landscapes because it just, there's thousands of studies out there. It can help fantastic in a fantastic way with employee engagement, uh, employee happiness, employee retention numbers, productivities. There are studies that show the impact on the bottom line. We have hundreds of clients that are extremely happy that stay, that do case studies with us. And yeah, the impact is just tremendous. Um, and that's also on a personal level for all people who experience coaching. You mentioned earlier on that when you first had a coach, it was many years back. And of course, it was during a time where coaching as a concept isn't really some common, which sounds very much like where I guess Singapore as well as many parts of Asia is in right now. Of course, you identified earlier on, uh, you decided on a coach because you understand you have all the shortcomings and all that. You need help in that area. 
But I'm very certain at that point, you may also be a bit skeptical about the whole thing. Are there any aspect or anything that the coach told you or the things that you've seen differently that actually convinced you to, okay, let's do it? First of all, I spoke to a lot of people who went through coaching before and who reported how much it helped them to grow, to see different perspectives, to deal with stressful situations, to deal with conflicts, to put on a more compassionate leadership style. And this definitely helped in the decision why I, I took the coach in the first place. And maybe as, as another side note, my, my recent job before I launched CoachUp was with a large U.S. tech company. And in these companies, coaching is everywhere. So really like it's um, even every manager has to be a coach to some degree. Of course, a manager cannot be a coach, just like an external coach, because there's just conflict of interest, but at least you can apply a coaching managerial style, right? So if you have one-on-ones with your employees, you can take a little bit the role of a coach and rather than the directive style, you can help the employee find the best solution for themselves. And in all those large and very successful tech companies, coaching is everywhere. And I am personally foreseeing, and it's not only myself, but also Gartner and many other analysts foresee that coaching will be part of the whole employee journey all across the globe in any company size. Are there any common misconceptions about coaching that you'd like to clarify? Yeah. Many companies think that their managers can be coaches as well. That's a huge and hugely common conception that we hear often in client conversations, but quite soon they realize, wait, that's maybe not really working because oftentimes, as I mentioned, there's a conflict of interest. So if you got a coach with it from within, they might have their own agenda. doesn't have to be the case, but could be. And the other thing is that they are not trained professional coaches. So our coaches are certified professionally trained coach with hundreds, often thousands of hours of coaching. They went through uh, years of training with coaching. They are consistently monitored on the quality. And that's not the case with internal employees. Could play a little bit the role of a coach. It's nothing compared to professional external coach. So that's one very common misconception. And the other thing is where it's often important to distinguish between, between coaching, mentoring, and training. So training is pretty straightforward. I tell you how to use this Excel spreadsheet. Plain and simple, and you do it. When it comes to mentoring, that's also a little bit different setup because there you speak with an often case very experienced person that shares the, his or her learnings about you know what has been successful for themselves and what has been working for them. But that doesn't mean that it has to work for you, right? Because then coaching comes into place and the coach helps you find the right solution for yourself. And that's why coaching is so extremely powerful because you work with your coach on finding the solutions that work for you in your environment because nobody can tell you what will work for you. And our coaches are trained and certified on excelling in exactly this kind of way to help you develop and grow. And yeah, this is, this is it. Sounds like a tiny difference, but it's actually very huge. And people don't yet see the difference between them. And how exactly does a digital coaching platform work? Yeah, we are the leading platform for coaching worldwide. So meaning we partner with companies of any size to help them 
use coaching, oftentimes scale and roll out coaching on a, you know, to a broader and wider audience, because we are specialized in that. We have the global pool of more than 3000 certified coaches. And if, if companies discover that coaching might be something for them, they often turn to us and leave us with the, with the task of helping to scale coaching within the organizations. As I mentioned, on the one hand, we have those 3000 certified business coaches. And on top, we developed a platform to help match coaches with employees. We use AI and big data to find the perfect match between employee and coach. So there's a small um, survey the employee has to go through to answer a couple of questions, preferences, but also some psychometric data points. And then we use this to match the employee with the right coach. So after the matching process, the employee has the option to pick, you know, between three coaches. Coaches present themselves with a small video, so you can also get an impression of personal style of that coach. And even if you don't like those three, you can rematch and do it again. And in the worst case, you can also contact our support and they will help you find the perfect coach. But 96% of the people pick one of the three coaches we present in the first place and they also stick with them. So we not only help with the matching of the coach, but then also on an ongoing base, help and support with with the coaching and the facilitation between the employee and the coach. Because with many HR teams, it's a huge admin workload to match the coach and the employee, set up the time, find rooms, do the billing, see who the heads has done their sessions and who not. It's really, it's horrible. I heard, I heard bad stories. So we take the, all the stuff off plate. And so the coaching itself takes place through our app, can also be used on the desktop. It's a video call, basically it's our own technology. And we can also track usage and so on and so forth. So you have a good view on the engagement. And within the coaching app, you can also track your progress against your goals. Meaning if you decided that you want to work on work-life balance, stress, uh, dealing with conflicts, um, your own well-being and so on and so forth, you track yourself together with your coach, how you do against these targets. And now comes the interesting part on an anonymized level, we report these data back to HR in a dashboard uh, that shows live data about the development. So you can see in the HR department, wow, okay, five um, of our managers are currently working on the topic of stress management and well-being, and they're actually increasing over time. So this is a fantastic insight to see actually how your organization is doing. It's all uh, anonymized, of course, because coaching is a very personal topic and data security and confidentiality is extremely important. That sounds actually very much like a dating platform when you mentioned about the whole process <laughs> on yeah. how to uh, link up with someone new and try to get to know them. I, I think one of the questions that I will have in my head, and I have quite a few, I guess the first one is you mentioned, of course, working on aspects that you want to improve upon. And when it comes to things like training, to a large extent coaching, maybe mentoring, I think one of the key things HR would always have to justify, or maybe L&D department is, how do I showcase the ROI? How do I showcase the return? to my senior management so as to get buy-in. So how do you facilitate that? You did mention, of course, they could uh, choose a specific area, but how do they quantify that the needle is going to the right? So let's look at how HR or the L&D department do it at the moment. So when they're using um, e-learning platforms, what you often see is the only metric that they are tracking is engagement, if at all. So that's 
that's oftentimes it's just a budget and, and then it's gone and, uh, and that's it. So, and sometimes engagement metrics are reported. Sometimes, uh, I don't know if you were of this term or familiar with this term, but no happy sheets. So do you like what we're doing here in the L&D department? That's next level. Showing a real ROI of any learning program. I haven't seen that anywhere, to be honest. And I'm doing this for a while now. So we go a step further. So we actually show the areas the employees are working on. We're not only showing the engagement, we're showing actually the topics on an aggregated level where the people are working on, and we show the progress against the goals. So you can actually go back to your CEO or CFO and say, look, yes, we invested money into coaching, but look that these cohorts of our managers and people we put into the training, they actually improved massively on conflict management, on self-awareness and all these topics. So we can actually see it works, right? And it's a fantastic way to really, you know, show the value of what you're doing there. I can actually imagine this to be a new wave of uh, employee benefits. For the longest time, you provide benefits for your uh, talents to sign for a free gym membership and all that. But what, what's above and beyond that? Uh, of course, you have the training, but right now I think coaching is one aspect where it is something interesting for organizations to look at. You started Coach Hub in April 2018. How has the pandemic evolved and changed the way people react to coaching, especially across the different countries that you're in? You're in about 60 countries, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. So interesting because in the beginning, yes, as you mentioned, we started the mid-18, 2018. And at the beginning, we often heard from people on the other end of the telephone line. We do our classroom trainings. We, we do this off-sites where we put all leaders and then we do a three-day session uh, on, on how to in the new, uh, new age and so on and so forth. But then COVID hit and suddenly everything had to go digital, everything. There was absolutely no option to do any classroom trainings anymore. There was no option to meet uh, with the coach face-to-face. And this was one thing. And the other thing is, of course, the very tough conditions that people had to work in, in over the last two years, fully remote, not connected to their team anymore, barely seeing any people w- working from home, being stressed because kids are jumping around, fears of losing your job, fears how's the future going to look with this company and so on and so forth. There was a huge psychological effect on many employees and a lot of companies turned to us and ask us if you can help with coaching on the mental well-being of their employees. And this was a huge driver of our growth and success as well, because we have many large companies, multinationals that, yeah, saw that coaching is a fantastic help when it comes to mental well-being. We even launched based on that market demand, a product called Coach Up Wellbeing, where we even use certified uh, coaches that are specially trained on mental well-being um, to scale it even further because we just saw the demand. So. In, a, uh, in one sentence, we yeah, saw a huge spike in demand. Um, Beside mental well-being, what are some of the other specific areas that customers are currently demanding for to be coached? So it's roughly a third. So a third is about mental well-being, mental health, and managing all the remote situations, the new, the new normal. The other third is transformation and change programs because we tend to forget that despite the COVID still, basically all companies are in the middle of a digital transformation to find new ways of working, reinvent their business models partially, want to become more agile. 
And in many of these cases, CEOs and leaders forget actually who is driving those transformations and it's the people. And oftentimes companies think it's enough to buy a fancy new CRM system or go with a, a new chat tool and then the digital transformation is done. It's not the case. There's tons of studies from McKinsey and many other um, consultants out there that 80% of transformations fail because of the resistance of the employee and the workforce. And coaching can help tremendously here because coaching helps to think about barriers. What is holding you back? Why are you pushing back? Why are you resisting into against these uh, changes? And we have many clients and fantastic case studies on our website about companies who are using coaching in, a, in their digital transformation very successfully. So this is the third, the second use case. And the third one is the classical leadership development, learning and development landscapes. And then also to your last point, the aspect of a perk, right? Because many employees join companies that offer coaching because being offered coaching is, a, is an incredible perk because the new generations, what do they want? It's not the, the company car. It's, it's not the office in the nice corner with a nice view. It's mostly growth and personal development. And when companies invest in this and say, okay, we want to offer our employees an option to grow and we're going to pay a personal coach for you that you can work with. Some companies do it for a limited period of time. Some other companies like ourselves do it unlimited forever. So any company always, uh, sorry, any employee always has um, access to the coach. That's a fantastic perk. And I can tell you, it's a huge talent magnet if you offer that. And looking at the company description that you have on LinkedIn, it mentioned that you provide the programs for the entire workforce, regardless of department and seniority level. Most people, at least from my part of the world, would always be this perception that coaching is only for the C-level. And one of the reasons why is because it's bloody expensive, <laughs> like <laughs> you mentioned earlier on what you did uh, many years back. Uh, is this a myth that requires debunking? Is it really that expensive? And second of all, is it only solely for the C-level? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're totally right. So it was very expensive back in the days uh, when we got this executive coach in. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw the effect on ourselves and we thought this can't be, right? We live in the 21st century. There's digital technology out there. People can work from anywhere, can work remote, can use technology to scale supply and demand and thus make it much more affordable, much more scalable, much more measurable. And that was the original vision that we started. And yeah, so it's much cheaper, of course, than the original executive coaching without going down with the quality, because often the coaches are, they can now coach many more people than they used to before, because they had to travel a full day was gone when you had one coaching session, because you needed to travel to the, to the coachee. Now you can coach many more. And so we're balancing supply and demand, looking at the highest quality out there when it comes to coaching. This is, we're not compromising on the quality because that's actually our reason for existence because we guarantee the highest quality of our coaches. And yeah, so that's basically the way we can do it. And, and absolutely thanks to this, you know, new pricing possibilities, it's not for the executive only anymore. We have tons of middle managers in the, in our programs. And so first line managers, for example, which are, as we all know, often under the, the most stress and the most pressure. And we do have actually also 
C-level. People are in our programs also from very large corporations around the world. But yeah, our main target group is the to entry and the mid-level management out there. And we increasingly have more ICs in the programs as well, because it's not expensive and you can offer it to ICs as well. And yeah, so it's really, it's exciting because that's the vision that we started with and we're getting closer every day. I can imagine the, the amount of benefits that especially the first level managers get, because in many companies, the first level managers or new people managers usually are promoted because they are very good individual contributor. But that doesn't mean that they know how to step up and become a people manager. And that is where a lot of shortcomings and issues will come into play. Now, as we move along, I also hope that people who are keen to engage a coach to better understand how do they identify the right one that suits them. Obviously, your system is something that could help them to identify and narrow it down to a short list. But among the short list, how do they narrow it down even further to identify the right coach for them? That's, that's why we have uh, developed our algorithm uh, and we feed this algorithm with years of data and tons of data that flows through a system and the, the algorithm learns from it. So this is, of course, a little bit an unfair advantage against anything else that's, that's out there. And, but yeah, of course, if you are looking for a coach yourself, there's a couple of things. So actually there's a study out there. So our new SVP coaching professor, Dr. Jonathan Passmore, who recently joined us as a global head of, of our coaching lab, that's our internal think tank. And he and also some of his colleagues conducted studies on the effectiveness of coaching and what is most important when it comes to, to, to successfully work with your coach. And besides the fact that some level of work experience, of course, the experience in, of the coach themselves, certifications, many years of, of uh, coaching experience, coaching a diverse amount of um, people, so seeing different kinds of uh, things, but also technically being very skilled, how you do the coaching. Actually, the quality of the relationship is also very important. Plainly spoken, you get along very well because coaching is based on trust um, and works a lot with trust. So that's a very good and a very actually basic um, necessity to make coaching work that you understand each other well. A couple of months back, I noted in your LinkedIn, you announced that you guys have raised a total funding of 130 million in your series. Big congratulations for that. So with that, what can, what can people expect on your roadmap, especially for uh, my part of the world, which is in Southeast Asia? Yeah. So we, as you mentioned, raised a very large series B. It's actually one of the largest series B rounds in tech industry worldwide ever. So this makes us one of the fastest growing, um, tech companies um, out, out there at the moment, which is mostly fueled by demand in the market because people see and understand it's a necessity to support my people in a different way than we've done it in the last couple of years. We need to invest in this topic and that's why we see the pull from the market. This is also leading to these investment routes and also our global growth. So at the moment, we are about 500 full-time employees. We're growing to over 300. 150 of them, we are hiring in the APEC region. So across all come from China, Japan, Australia, Singapore, um, India, uh, Korea. And so we're going to have local leaders in these countries. We're going to have sizable teams. We're going to have support people. We're going to have customer success people. We, we're going to have um, coach relations people who have new relationship with the coaches. We already do have around, I think it's 30, 40 people right now 
in the region, spread across the regions. And of course, the whole region is already covered by uh, hundreds of thousands of uh, coaches because we do already have a lot of clients that might come from the US or Europe, but have workforces in, in the Asian and in the APEC region. That's why also our app platform is localized with all local languages. We have, as I mentioned, hundreds of coaches in the local um, time zones and the local languages with an understanding of the local culture. So we are completely ready to go. And we are now also only ramping up the, the operations on the ground there. For people who is keen to learn more about Coach Hub, where can they go to? Coachhub.com. So as you speak it, and yeah, we're very much looking forward to hear from anybody. We're more than happy to provide a demo to show how the product looks and to yeah, engage with us and to share success stories from other clients, hook you up with other clients to learn from each other how they did it and inspire you what can be doable with coaching within your organization. This and more will be added into the show notes of the podcast. Once again, thank you so much, Yanis, for making time for the show today. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You can refer to the show notes for links to more information about our guests and their businesses. If you enjoyed this podcast, it will be helpful to give a review on iTunes or follow me on Spotify. If you're using Overcast, please hit the star button under the episode. That will help get this episode and podcast out to more people who may find it useful. I'll see you in the next episode of The Agent Hunt Show.